Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. All right, what's up, guys? Stefan here from ProjectLifeMastery.com. And in this video, I'm going to do a review of Tony Robbins' Business Mastery Seminar that I just got back from in Las Vegas. And I'm also going to share with you guys some of the biggest highlights, the biggest lessons, the biggest takeaways of what I got from the seminar. And many of you guys know that I just got back from Las Vegas. I was there for six days uh, for the Tony Robbins Business Mastery Seminar. I shared a lot of it on social media, on my Snapchat and Instagram, my Facebook. I was doing live streams from Periscope. So hopefully you guys are following me in all those different ways to receive uh, the content, the value that I'm sharing with you guys. A lot of people have loved a lot of things I've been sharing because I was very transparent in that process and sharing a lot of the gold nuggets and experiences that I was having at the event. Um, but you guys know that I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan. Long story short, he influenced my life when I was 17 years old. I'm now 30 years old. Uh, I believe he's been the number one source that's been responsible for me creating the life that I have today. Uh, in many ways, I've modeled my life. A lot of things I've learned from him, uh, been able to implement my life, has changed my life in so many different ways. And so I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan. Highly recommend any chance that you have, go to any seminar, any program, any book, anything that he has, sign up for it, buy it, consume it, because your life will be better off for it. Okay, so that's my, you guys can already tell I'm a little bit biased and uh, I have a lot of passion for what he teaches, and that's just because he's changed my life in so many different ways. Um, now, with that being said, let me uh, share with you guys what I learned from the event and a little bit about it. So here's the workbook that I have, and I'm going to reference this. Um, you get this workbook at the event. And I will mention that Business Master is actually broken down into two seminars. There's Business Mastery 1 and there's Business Mastery 2. Uh, I went to Business Mastery 1, which basically teaches... Um, most of everything, I believe, I haven't been to two yet, but two basically goes into other parts of the seven The seven steps is what Tony calls it. Um, Business Mastery 1 primarily goes into, uh, he, he kind of like glosses over all of them, but he goes deep into a few of them. And then Business Mastery 2, he goes more into like, I think the legal side of business, building the exit strategy um, and automation and uh, optimization and a few different things like that. Uh, the seminar is five days. Um, it's a long, it was at the Cosmopolitan Hotel. There's 2,000 people there from, I think, 50, 50 countries all over the world being translated. Um, 2,000 people is actually relatively small compared to Unleash the Power Within, some of the other seminars that he does. For example, the UPW, he might have like 8,000 people there, whereas this one's a little bit more intimate. Um, people that are there are obviously business owners, so you're, you're able to network and meet a lot of really incredible people. Uh, some people you're going to meet there are multimillionaires. They've got a business that's worth $100 million. They have 500 employees. There's also people that go that don't have any business. And I, I would caution against going, honestly, if you don't have a business, because I think if you don't have a business and you go to this training, then most a lot of the stuff you're going to learn is just going to go way over your head. In fact, for me, I have an online business. There's certain elements I'm not fully able to relate to because... A lot of people there, they have a business that has much more narrow profit margins and have, they might have a big team, employees, etc. So there's a few things for me that I, I wasn't you know, fully able to relate to having an online business. But there were a number of really powerful things that I took away from it that are going to take my business to a whole new level. But with that being said, 
if you don't have a business, I mean, it's up to you to go. Um, a lot of the psychology, the mindset will be able to help you. Um, but I would recommend at least having something, having a business before you go, because then, then you're going to get more from it, I believe. Um, so long days, you know, we're literally going from like 9, 10 o'clock in the morning till, in some cases, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, you know, you're not getting much of a break or anything like that. Um, you know, I think there's like one dinner break each day. So, uh, you know, you're basically having to take breaks on your own. Um, and that's just, you know, Tony Robbins seminars because he's always adding so much value to you. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of energy. Tony is the master at keeping you engaged of, uh, basically just using energy, excuse me, using energy and using emotion to be able to integrate what you're learning because information without emotion is useless. It's not, it gets discarded. You gotta associate, see, you gotta be able to associate what you're learning to a certain emotion. That's what's gonna give you the ability to actually integrate it and be able to implement it in your life and in your business. Um, there was also a number of guest speakers that were there. Some of them are okay. I, I wasn't really a big fan of some of them. Some of them are really good. Um, the best guest speakers that were at the event that I went to were Peter Diamandis, uh, incredible, incredible entrepreneur. Uh, Peter Diamandis is involved in a lot of different businesses. Uh, he's the author of the book called Bold and Abundance. Um, it was really fascinating hearing him speak and his uh, kind of talking about the future and how virtual reality, how autonomous cars and 3D printing and, you know, the different, you know, how the future, what's, what's, what's changing, how it's evolving the landscape of the world and how we have to adopt and uh, adapt, rather, adapt and evolve as business owners and business leaders. That was fascinating. One, one thing that he shared um, is that in the next 10 years, 46%, 46% of jobs are at very high risk of being eliminated within 10 years. And the reason for that is that technology is basically changing the world. In the next 10 years, we're going to see the biggest, the biggest uh, rate of implementation, the biggest rate of change of technology than any other time in human history. Uh, so technology is changing the world. A lot of jobs are going to basically be outsourced to, you know, robots and, and 3D printing and autonomous cars. Like I think there's 30,000 truck drivers in the United States and they're all going to be out of a job within about five to 10 years because autonomous cars are now taking over that profession. And you know, you could have a truck driver that can only drive a certain number of hours a day that has to take breaks, that has to eat, sleep, or you could have a robot, you know, or a car drive on autopilot that can go 24 hours a day. You don't have to pay the driver. You don't have to take a, a break or a rest, you don't have to have the insurance, all that sort of stuff. And so that's changing the world in many ways. So Peter Diamandis was really great. He's also involved in human longevity, which is fascinating. Um, Jay Abraham is a marketing genius. He was there and he did like a Q&A. Uh, that was pretty good as well. Um, uh, Keith Cunningham was great. He uh, basically went over uh, you know, money and finances of a business, the accounting side. Uh, understanding and knowing the numbers of a business. He basically taught us two years of what's taught in Harvard in accounting in 30 minutes, which is really cool. Taught us about, you know, balance sheets and income statements and statement of cash flow. Uh, so that was great as well. Um, and there was uh, David, uh, David Meerman Scott, I believe is his name. He taught us about some marketing stuff too, which is really great content marketing. So the, the speakers were great. Uh, and obviously Tony Robbins, is the main attraction for this event and he was above and beyond everyone else that was there. Um, so let me 
now that I kind of shared logistics and, you know, a little bit about the event, let me share some of the content and the biggest things I took away. And obviously, I'm not going to be able to share everything. This book is pretty long. I've got a lot of notes on my cell phone. I was using Evernote to take notes uh, throughout the event. But basically, uh, what Tony Robbins teaches is that there are seven, um, seven forces of business mastery. And the first force is to know where you really are and create an effective business map. Okay, that's the first step. And in part of that process, he, he teaches and shares what he learned from Steve Jobs, which are the five primary questions that you gotta ask yourself as a business owner. You gotta be able to understand what business that you're in, what business that you're really in, what business that you need to be in, and then also who your you know who your customer is, who your client is, and who your customer and client really needs to be. And what's great about this event is Tony shared a lot of examples. He was sharing examples um, from Apple. You know, Apple is you know the, the biggest company in the history of the world. Um, you know, Apple. Steve Jobs. One question that he asked in Apple is, "What business are we in?" And he asked his team this, and his whole team says, "You know, we're in the computer business, right?" This was I, I don't know what year this was, but you know, computer business. That was a business that they were in, and then. Steve asked the question, you know, what business do we need to be in to get to where we want to go? And he, I think someone on his team said, the business that we need to be in is we need to connect people to their passions. And that really resonated with him in a big way. And that changed the whole landscape, changed the whole map of Apple because all of a sudden they went from being a computer company to now connecting people with their passions. And that, you know, what are their people's passions or music and photos and video and you know communication cell phones communicate with people and so that's what led Apple to build their brand and build the company they are today and, and you know sure enough I, I think like less than you know 15 percent of their business is computer business and 85 percent of Apple is iPhone right so it's like they went from being a computer business to a phone business and that's the majority of what their business is. So that was really fascinating uh, to go through those steps. And there's a lot of exercises that we did um, at the event. Uh, another piece under this force is identifying who you are in your business um, and identifying what your nature is. Because one thing that Tony described is that we all have a different nature in business. Um, you know, there's three different natures that exist. One is being the artist or the skilled producer. Another one is being the entrepreneur. And another one is being the manager leader, okay? And we all have a certain nature that we resonate with more uh, than, than the other. Um, so when you're starting a business, everybody, you know, for the most part, starts as an entrepreneur. And they're developing entrepreneurial skills. But you can be an entrepreneur in your business and because it's against your nature, you can do it, you're capable of it, but you're not fully going to be fulfilled and you're not going to be able to play the role that's going to be best aligned with you. And if you're doing the part of your business that, that's not in alignment with who you are, then there's going to be a conflict. Um, and a great example to, to explain this and break this down a little bit better is that if you take the Golden State Warriors, the basketball team, uh, Steph Curry is a skilled producer and artist. Right, he's the master at the game. He's, you know, the best three-point shooter in the history of the game. He's the skilled producer. Steve Kerr is the coach. He's the manager leader of the Golden State Warriors. And then um, 
the, the entrepreneur is Peter Guber, who's the owner, one of the owners of the Golden State Warriors. So they each clearly have defined the nature of the role that they're in. Now, you know, could uh, Steph Curry be the leader manager? Of course, but again, because it's not his nature, it's not going to be aligned with him. He's not going to be able to do it long term, and it's not going to get the best fulfillment from that. So you've got to identify what your nature is. You've got to align with it. And for me, to give you guys an example, my nature is as an artist and a skilled producer. I love creating content. I love helping people. I love coaching people. I love adding value. I love speaking. I love creating content and video. This is what I enjoy. This is what I love. This is who I am. It's my mission. It gives me the most fulfillment. It doesn't feel like work in any way. Now, I'm an artist and skilled producer, but I also have entrepreneurial skills. But being an entrepreneur, I realize that's not really my nature because the nature of an entrepreneur is someone that's primarily after just making money. They love the startup. They love to build a business. They want to build it up. They want to make as much money from it as possible. They want to sell the business. Uh, you know, They can take on a lot of risk. They enjoy taking on risk. That's the entrepreneur. That's not really me, to be honest with you. I have those skills. I'm capable of it, but it's not really my nature. Um, and then the manager and leader is someone who loves systems, who loves working with people, managing people, um, you know, and that's their role. So when you're first starting out, you might not know what your role is. You might have to do everything. You might have to be the artist and the, the manager and the leader and the entrepreneur. But as you grow, you need to narrow in your focus and identify what part of the business you love the most, that's most aligned with your nature, focus on that, then go and find maybe a leader manager or go find an artist or a skilled producer and either hire them or partner with them and identify your alignment and your, your nature and align with it. So that was really great. Uh, anyways, the second force of business mastery is constant strategic innovation. Excuse me. Um, Peter Drucker, who's an incredible business mind, he said that business is innovation and marketing. Okay, that's all business is. Innovation is basically finding a better way to do something. Finding a better way to meet a customer's needs by improving or creating a new product, a new service. Uh, constantly innovation. And that's the key, the key word is you have to constantly innovate and you have to do it in a strategic way. Now, one of the key philosophies that is taught at this event and what uh, Peter Drucker and Jay Abraham and all these guys teach and recommend is that you have to fall in love with your customer, not your product. Okay, fall in love with the customer, not the product. And the truth is, is that products eventually become irrelevant. Okay, almost every product out there that exists becomes irrelevant. You know, the TV that I have, you can't really you can see part of it here, this TV, you know, nice TV, but it's eventually going to become irrelevant because what's going to happen is the market, the demands, it's going to change, technology is going to change, and you're going to have to evolve this TV and make it better and come up with a 4K TV and a 3, 3D TV and a smart TV and a bigger TV and better resolution and better, you know, frame rate, all that sort of stuff. You have to always innovate that TV, right? And you, you know, this, this TV will eventually become outdated. The same thing happened, you know, Apple releases the iPhone, you know, the iPhone, the original one. And sure enough, they had to always innovate. They had to make their product better. They had to release the iPhone 3 and 4 and 5 and 6 and constantly innovating to, because the world changes. So when you fall in love with your product, the challenge with that is that you fall in love with the TV or your iPhone and that's what you're selling in your business, then what's going to happen is, you know, you're going to be out of business because your product eventually is going to be irrelevant. 
you fall in love with the customer, then you're always trying to meet their needs, solve their problem in some way. So you're always going to innovate and better products, improve your products so that you can further add value. That's what I've done in my business. I've got different online courses and training products. And I love my customers so much, I'll do everything that I can to add value to them, but I'm always improving my product. I'm always making sure my products are the latest, has the, you know, the, 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 you know, the best material, the most updated version. I'm always adding more. Even though people have already paid me money, I'm still giving them more value after they signed up and purchased from me years later. I'm still adding value to them because I want to continuously innovate and have my products be the absolute best and still relevant. So that mentality of loving your customer, not the product, that's a key mindset. And you always have to be innovating. And you've got to innovate in a way that it meets the customer's needs and solves their problems. It's not in a way that you want, right? You can't build your business based on what you want. You get to focus on solving a need and solving a problem that other people have. Um, number three force of business mastery is constant and never-ending improvement of world-class marketing and product promises. Okay, so as I mentioned, Peter Drucker says business is innovation and marketing. Innovation is finding a way to do something better, to add more value, to always improve and optimize something. Marketing is always being able to find a way to be able to get your product out there, be able to sell it, be able to promote it, to be able to reach a mass number of people. And that's the continuous process that you have to always improve. Now, marketing changes as well. You can't have the same marketing message. You know, any commercial you're going to see on TV eventually becomes outdated. You know, why, if, you know, if Coca-Cola could just do one commercial, one form of advertising, and they did that for the next 30 years, it's not going to have the same response year after year. They always have to constantly market, always adapt and innovate in the marketing as well. So you always have to improve your marketing. The, the internet changes things. So, you know, Instagram comes along and Facebook and Snapchat and Periscope and virtual reality is going to change the world. You've got to be able to be with the trend and always improve your marketing as it, it evolves. And the companies that don't are the ones that get crushed and get left behind. So you always have to improve your marketing. You've got to create an incredible offer that adds massive value to people's lives and makes it irresistible and compelling to people. We went into that. Uh, number four is constant and never-ending improvement of sales mastery systems. So having the ability to actually sell, whether that's having salespeople on your team. Uh, you know, Tony says that every business should have a sales team, which, you know, either that's calling people or following up and converting leads into sales. Uh, we went into influence. Uh, step number five uh, of the seven forces is constant anticipation, the power of financial and legal analysis. This is really important. This is really critical. You got to understand the numbers of your business, the finances of your business. You have to be able to anticipate in your business because, like I said, the world changes. You know, we're, we're, we're experiencing a huge change in the world in terms of, terms of technology. You got to be able to see the road ahead, right? And that's where legal analysis comes in as well. Is that you have to be prepared. Every business, you get it big enough, you're eventually going to get sued. Okay, you know if. If, you know, that's how you know when you're successful, when you eventually get sued, right? That's how you know that you're big. So you've got to be able to anticipate the changes, the problems that can occur and be one step ahead. You've got to be able to forecast financially and be aware of all that stuff. Um, so anticipation is power. Being able to anticipate the road ahead is one of the greatest advantages that you can have. And you never want to be the pioneer because pioneers get slaughtered. 
you know, if you're the pioneer, you're the first person to do something, you're going to get a few arrows in the back. You really want to be right, you know, right ahead of the trend, trend right, right after that person, ideally. You know, like Apple, for example, they didn't invent the MP3 player. There's many MP3 players that were out in the market before Apple released the iPod. But sure enough, they saw it as a market, there's a demand, they anticipated this, and you know, they created the iPod, and they had incredible marketing and innovation that allowed them to prosper. So anticipation is power. You have to be able to do that in every industry. Anticipate the road ahead. Prepare for it. If you prepare, it will be the greatest gift, the greatest advantage that you'll have. Step number six is constant optimization and maximization. So you got to be able to optimize your business, optimize the processes of your business, the marketing, the innovation. You can bring in a team, be able to maximize your business by leveraging the team, bringing in man, uh, management at a certain point so that you can scale up and grow. Uh, and the last step is constantly create raving fan customers and culture. So the way you create a raving fan culture and customers is you add more value than anyone else. You pride yourself in that. That's one thing that I take pride in is I'm always adding value. That's what I do every single day. You know, my followers, my customers, people that are watching this video, you guys are always at the forefront of my mind. I'm always focusing on how can I give more? How can I add more value? I do that by creating a lot of free content. I do that by, you know, creating incredible products and always improving my products, making them better and better. Uh, you know, and just always adding value and giving jackpots and serving people in the best way that I can. In doing so, you create raving fans. You get people that are so passionate about you and your brand that they're a customer for life. Look at Apple again. You know, there's a reason why they're where they are is because they have a raving fan culture of customers. People love them so much. Every time Apple releases a new product, people are going to line up, line up outside the Apple store to buy it. You know, that's the power of raving fans. People will identify with you. And it's really important to understand that people don't buy products or services. People buy feelings and identities. And so if you can associate a certain feeling and emotion to your customer by them buying your product, then you're going to dominate. You're going to be able to have the ultimate competitive advantage, right? That's why, for example, Coca-Cola, you know, is the biggest soft drink brand, bigger than Pepsi, even though studies show that Pepsi tastes better. Coca-Cola has been able to create an identity for people that buy Coke. People identify with that brand. That's why they buy from them. And you've got to have a brand in your business. That's a very important thing. So we went into the seven forces. We went into some of them more than others. Um, there's the, the, the biggest things, honestly, that I got, and I'll go a little bit longer in this video, was the psychology. Okay, 80% um, of success is your psychology, your mindset, 20% are the mechanics. Okay, I learned this a long time ago. And I really got how critical and important that is, is that the biggest chokehold on your business or any business is always your psychology, your mindset. The limiting beliefs that you have, the inner conflicts that you have, the fears, the doubts, the unknown, the fear of failure, all those things, those that's what holds us back from achieving the success that we want. And the ultimate emotion in a business that makes a business successful, a business leader successful, is resourcefulness. That's what you got to cultivate in your business because business is for gladiators. It's for people that are resourceful, people that can find a way, that can break through. If there's a wall, a gladiator, a resourceful business leader can find a way to get over the wall, under it, around it, they break through the wall, they always find a way. 
You know, they don't have the stories and the excuses. You've got to be able to identify what are the limitations that are holding you back and you've got to be able to overcome it. You know, maybe it's the belief that I need money. Money is just a resource. If you're resourceful, you can find a way to come up with money. Maybe it's the time. Time, you know, is a resource. Resourceful people make the time. They do whatever it takes. You know, maybe it's a limiting belief, uh, you know, of only I can do what I can do. And that limiting belief is holding you back from being able to grow your business because if you believe that, you're not going to be able to outsource and leverage and hire other people that sure enough can actually be better than what you do if you get to the truth and be able to grow your business. So you've got to identify the limiting beliefs and you've got to master your psychology. You've got to have the certainty. You've got to have that resourcefulness. That's the key thing. That's what a lot of people are missing. That's what they're lacking. If you guys need help with that, I've got a lot of great videos on my YouTube channel that go into the mindset, the psychology of what it takes to build a business, to motivate, inspire you, to shift your beliefs and mindset. I share that inside my courses. That's one thing that makes me different is I don't just give the strategy of publishing or building an online business, but I actually go into the mindset, the psychology, because I believe that's more important. That's what's going to make the difference. That's my competitive advantage and why I'm different from everyone else out there is I give you guys the psychology and mindset and I help you condition that because you've got to condition and build that and uh, develop that if you want to be successful. So that was incredibly powerful. Um, that was really useful. We went to finances at the event. Um, Tony has an incredible gift where he gives people what they want, but he also gives them what they need. And so there's a lot of interventions, excuse me, and um, work that was done at the seminar on our mindset, on our vision, on fulfillment, making sure we're actually fulfilled and happy in our lives, um, even relationships too. I mean, Tony covers it all. And um, it was just an incredible experience. And I'm, I'm going to leave things with you guys with this really great story that I want to share with you guys. Let me actually see how much time I've got left. Um, you know, I'm actually going to do the story in another video, but it really touched me, and I'll do it in another video because my memory card's almost full here, but um, it's an incredible video, just a, a story around contribution. I'll do that in another video on my YouTube channel, so maybe I'll incentivize you to subscribe and follow me for more videos, um, but that was my experience, guys. It was pretty amazing, pretty powerful. If you have a chance to go and it's right for you, go. It's a very expensive seminar, by the way. It's a $10,000 event. Um, but, you know, if it's right for you, you've already got a business, you're ready for it, go. I wanted to go a long time ago, but I waited for it. I, wa I wanted to wait till I was in the right position to really benefit and maximize the event. So I'm a big fan, big fan of everything that Tony does. Uh, I'll share more in other videos, different things I learned. Go a little bit deeper in some of the concepts. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this video. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure to like the video if you enjoyed it. Give me a thumbs up. Highly appreciate it. Thank you for the support. Leave a comment if there's any questions or comments. And subscribe for more videos. And if you guys want to learn more about how to build an online business, then click the link below in the description. I've got a free course that will walk you through the seven online business models that made me an internet millionaire. And you guys will be able to be on my email list. We'll be able to provide more great content, more, more things that can add more value to you guys. So thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys in the next video. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.